What's up guys, my name is Quok Fan and I'm here to help you look, feel and do better. So when I was younger, I was absolutely terrible with money. Like I would recklessly spend it every single day on clothes, designer accessories, a bunch of shoes and I mean hundreds of pairs of shoes. I would go out and eat almost every day, even though my mum was an extremely talented cook who could cook the best meals, especially traditional Vietnamese food. And also I would go out a lot and that involved me spending a lot of money on alcohol and I would stay out the whole night. So therefore I would spend a lot of money on cabs to go home as well. And that got me into a lot of debt. But the most important thing is that I've learned from it. And I want to share the knowledge and experience that I've, that I've had from the past and also in the present to help you guys develop good habits that you can incorporate into your lifestyle. And I thought putting out this video during this time would be good, especially with what's going on in the world right now with coronavirus, which has led to some of us unfortunately losing our jobs, which includes myself. So I thought this video would be a good refresher on some ways that we can spend and manage our money a little bit better. And I've got actually eight tips to share with you guys. So first off, buying sale items just because they're on sale. Like who's guilty of that? Definitely I am, like those 20% off, 30% off, oh, that red little sign, it's on sale. That just gets to us, right? Like, and it's fine, it's normal. We, It's normal for us to react that way. That all triggers that excitement and urgency in our mind where we're like, oh, I have to get this, I gotta get this. But think of it as, even though it's on sale, would you have bought it if it was full price? Just think of it. So if there was a, if there was a pair of jeans there were $200, and they went down to 120, which is a very good discount, would you have bought it if it was full price? Because to me, how I kind of see it is, because if you love those jeans enough, you would have paid full price for them. And I'll explain in further detail why I'm using the same example in the next tip. But also like, I get it, like there are times when we put things on our wish list and then they go down in price and then we buy it and that's fine. But it's more so, I'm talking about when we never even knew about this item, or maybe we've kind of thought about it briefly for a second, we walk past it, and all of a sudden it goes on sale and then we buy it. That's a bad impulse buy, right? So don't do that, cut that out. So don't just buy things just because they're on sale. Like, I understand there's that euphoric moment that you, you scored a deal, but at the end of the day, you're still spending money. You're actually not saving money. So tip number two is understanding cost per wear slash use. So let's just use the jeans example that I gave previously, right? So like I said, if you love those jeans enough, you would have spent full price on them, which is $200. And that's because if you spent that $200 and you loved it, you would have worn those pair of jeans many, many times. So therefore that drops down the cost per wear significantly. So let's just say you buy that pair of jeans for $200, but you wear it a hundred times in a year, that's $2 per, in terms of cost per wear, right? But if you bought those jeans for 120, cause yeah, yeah, they're on sale, you like them, but you wore them four times in that year, what would that be? That's, that cost per wear would be $30. So you see what I mean? Let's use another example, right? Let's, let's just say a phone. So phones these days can range between $1,500 to $2,500. That's a lot of money to spend, right? But think, think of it this way. We use our phones every single day for so many things. Our banking, socials, texting, taking photos, taking videos. We use our phones for literally almost everything. So the cost per use of the phone will be extremely low after one year. 
So let's compare it to something like buying a designer jacket for $1,000. First of all, it's a seasonal item, so you're only gonna be able to wear it during certain times of the year. And will that be your only jacket in your wardrobe? Well, do you have jumpers, hoodies, coats? There's many other options that you have as well, other than the jacket. I'm assuming that it's not gonna be your only jacket in your wardrobe. So that cost per wear would be extremely high within 12 months. So next time you buy a product or service, think about the long term. Think about how many times are you gonna wear it or use it. So for me, even though a phone and a laptop are expensive and it's a big lump sum in the short term, there are essentials to me and I'm gonna use them every single day. So for me, I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna spend my money on it because the cost per use would be extremely low. Next up, selling old or unused items. So I've bought so many things over the years, but I've also been using eBay and Facebook selling groups over the years as well. And that's where I've been able to make a little bit of extra cash on the side to spend it on some new things or just save it. Even though most of the time it's gonna be viewed as a loss unless you've bought something with the purpose of selling it later on as an investment piece, such as like a watch or a pair of shoes. Say you bought something like a hoodie for $150 and you really liked it, you wore it, but then you could kind of got over it, bought other ones, other jumpers and you like them more. So my suggestion is instead of leaving it at the back of your closet just dying away, put it onto eBay, put it on a Facebook selling group, whatever selling platform that you have. And even if you sell it for $50, it's better than having nothing, right? Because it would have just been sitting there in your, in your closet and not even been used anymore. So yeah, you bought it for $150, but you sold it for $50, at least you, now you have $50 to spend elsewhere on something else that's new that you wanted, or you can just, you can just save it. So your overall loss is $100, but it would have been $150 if you just left the hoodie there. So go into your closet after this video, have a look at what you haven't worn for a while, and then take some photos of it, put it onto eBay or a Facebook selling group, and see how it goes, because you might make a couple hundred dollars that you can kind of spend on something else that you want now, or you can just save for something else later. Number four, don't spend outside your means to look a certain way to impress others. It's literally not worth it. I've done it myself for a few years and it definitely burnt a hole in my wallet and I probably got a few compliments here and there, but that was about it. It was definitely not worth it. Yeah, short term, get a bit of euphoria. Oh, that looks that looks nice, where'd you get that from? But overall, in the long term, once you look at your bank account, you'll be like, oh, wow, mm, you know, <laughs> yeah, I should not have bought that $800, you know, Tom Ford wallet. Like, <laughs> that lasted me two weeks. That's actually a true story. I actually bought like an $800 Tom Ford wallet that lasted me two weeks. Um, that was a really bad experience. It's probably one for another time. So when I was younger, I used to spend so much money on designer accessories, clothes, so many shoes that I didn't even need. And yeah, like a part of it was for me, but the other part was also to impress others. And it was such an immature attitude and just, yeah, it just put me into so much trouble because not only would I be spending so much money where my bank account was in the red, I was getting into really bad credit card debt as well. And that's something that you don't want to be in. Like for example, if you like these $200 pair of shoes and you know you're gonna wear it a lot, buy it, you know, because that's what makes you happy and you're not gonna put yourself in debt um, or in a bit of money trouble buying it. Like, don't buy these pair of shoes because this girl that you have a crush on said that she really likes those shoes on guys. Don't do that, it's not worth it. I've done that. <laughs> not, not shoes, but there was something else. Um, so yeah, don't do that. Just buy it, buy it for yourself within your means. So to wrap this tip up, 
Don't buy items that you can't afford to impress others. Buy it for you, as long as your bank balance isn't being put into jeopardy. Next up, download a money tracking app. Like this will do wonders in helping you visualize what money's coming in and what is going out. Like for me, I've been using expense for since 2014 and it's helped me so much in so many ways because I'm able to see how much I'm spending that, that day, how much, I'm, how much I'm making next week, but also it splits it up into categories, whether that be you know your regular bills, um, clothing purchases, uh, memberships, all that kind of stuff. It categorizes everything for you. It just paints that very simple but overall picture of everything that you're spending and where your money's coming from, so then you can make better money decisions. Moving on to number six, building a positive relationship with credit cards. Now I have a horrendous history with credit cards. I applied for one when I was 18, got approved, felt like I was like a celebrity slash king. I was working full-time, studying full-time, but working full-time, got a credit card. I just thought I was loaded. And I was spending so recklessly on everything, just thinking that I was on like a million dollars when I was on just absolutely nothing. <laughs> But, you know, in my mind that at the time as an 18 year old, I was like, wow, I'm making so much money, you know, and I have all this extra money that, I, that from the bank that I can spend. And it was just, yeah, it was a, a terrible, terrible mindset to have. But that's what, that's, that was me. That was me when I was 18, you know, even though that was a bad experience, it hasn't scared me away from credit cards. Like I've learned my lesson. I'm really, really glad that I learned at a young age because that was probably the, the best time to make those mistakes. Um, I'd rather have those mistakes back then than now because... Back then, I barely had any any bills to pay, so it's definitely a great lesson to learn at a young age if you had to learn it. Credit cards have a lot of benefits, like shopping vouchers, flyer points. It helps you build a credit score, which is really important when you want to buy a house later down the track or a car. But just remember to pay your credit card bill in full every single month. Don't pay the bare minimum because it's going to take you forever to pay that back. Because when you pay the bare minimum, you're actually spending more money paying that debt. That's why it takes forever to pay it all back. Next up, build an emergency fund because you never know what is going to happen in your life. Whether you hit some financial issues, where you'll be let go of your job, especially now. It's important to have a bit of that backup money to help you stay on your feet and not completely, you know, go off rails. It's a nice safety net to have just in case those situations arise. The way I would structure out my emergency fund would be think about all the expenses that you have between three to six months and also add in a little extra money so you know you can have a bit of fun with the you know live a little and that's pretty much your base. So if let's say you have five hundred dollars a month worth in bills times that by three that's fifteen hundred dollars or double that if it's six months that's the that's three thousand dollars right so make sure that you have $3,000 plus maybe another $1,000 just in case something else happens or if you want to go out with your friends still even though you're unemployed all those little things yeah, you know so that's that's how I would that's so that's how I would build the emergency fund and lastly unsubscribe or unfollow accounts that are going to encourage you to spend money they're trying to get back on their feet especially with all the coronavirus drama they're going to be running sales and you're going to be tempted to spend money so it's good to have that mindset where if you don't know about it you won't do anything about it so if you don't know that that fashion brand is running a sale, you won't be tempted to spend money. There you have it guys. Those were eight tips to help you spend and manage your money better. If this video gave you some value, please make sure you give it a like. If you like 
this type of content. Make sure you subscribe to my channel because I'll be putting out a lot more of this type of content around all things lifestyle. Also, check out my podcast, What The Quack, just type in Quack Fan on Spotify or Apple Music. And also check out my clothing brand, Intrigued. We just dropped a new winter collection. I'm actually wearing a t-shirt here. 